Yemunla. You're listening to Karakiramon EV, Karakiramon, the English version. This podcast talks about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. You can check out my website, karakiramon.com, for more info. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 5, part 4. I hope you guys had a fabulous week. Today we are talking about the film Quava Island. It's an American film directed by Hiro Murai. It was released in 2019 on Amazon Prime. If you still haven't watched it yet, here's the plot. Denny is a young musician. He lives with his girlfriend, Kofi Nobia, whom he's been in love with since childhood. He seeks to hold a music festival to liberate the oppressed people of Guava Island, even if only for a day. Earlier, I talked about how Guava Island is basically everything I don't like about the Caribbean in cinema. There's a lack of contextualization that trivializes the culture and the history. With that said, I do think Guava Island has great cinematography. Rihanna is gorgeous and the movie isn't even an hour long, I think. So I I can understand how it can be entertaining, even if it isn't entertaining to me. Now it's time for the Caribbean soundtrack segment. The Caribbean soundtrack is about sharing music that highlights Caribbean culture related to the overall theme of the episode. I present you three songs, but if you're inspired by the movie or by the theme, feel free to drop a comment or a song link on Twitter or Instagram. I'm always curious to hear what other people listen to. Although Guava Island is a fictional island, it was shot in Cuba. So today's theme is Caribbean identity. Through the Cuban perspective, our first stop is in 1958 with the song Las Frutas y Mi Son Cubano by Celia Cruz. To me, Celia Cruz is one, if not the biggest Caribbean music queen of the 20th century. She was born in Cuba in 1925 and died in the United States in 2003. Wow, I just can't believe it's been nearly 20 years. In my mind, it's like it's like she's still alive and I'm not even Cuban. <laughs> anyway, Celia Cruz, if you don't know her, she was the queen of salsa. She was the queen of rumba. She started her career in her early 20s, and because of the revolution in Cuba, she then went to the United States. And, you know, see, she's an artist who had to leave her island because of the struggle over there. Had she stayed in Cuba, would she have become the legend that she is today? We don't know. But Dini Settling with just being a struggling artist on Guava Island just doesn't make sense to me. 
as an artist, don't you want your music to be heard all around the world? And in order to do that, you need to live at some point. You need to explore the world and then you come back if you can. I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting too much, but leaving the Caribbean in order to get an education or just to survive is still a real question today. Danny being adamant about staying just because it's quote-unquote paradise isn't enough for me. Isn't... No. Anyway, back to Queen Celia Cruz. This song was released when she was singing with La Sonora Mantacera. The title, Las Frutas y Mison Cubano, which means, I think, because my Spanish is very bad now. I used to be, uh, I used to, I used to be able to speak Spanish, but that was way back in the day. So, the fruit, uh, I think, Las Frutas y Mison Cubano, I think it means, the fruits and I are Cuban. The song is short, and she basically talks about how Cuba rhythm is so suave and sweet, like a fruit. And yes, I totally picked this song because of the fruit references. I'm still not over the fact that you see no guava in Guava Island. Next stop is 1999 with the song Alo Cubano by Cuban hip-hop group Orishas. I talked about them, I think, in the Nosokana Life episode. So it was episode 3 because one of the members, Yutuel Romero, played in the Spanish sitcom Un Paso Adelante, and like I said, I remember uh, I remember saying that he was one of the few, very few black people you could see on the screen in this sitcom. Anyway, Orisha's international career began in 1999 with the album Alo Cubano. They were based in Paris, and they had great success in Europe in the early 2000s. I remember that until 2003, 2004, their song, their two songs, Alo Cubano and Represent, were on heavy rotation in France. What made them popular is how they could mix a hip-hop vibe with a more traditional Cuban sound. And they're proud of their roots. The name itself, Orishas, um, actually, the group had another name in the early 90s. They switched it up when they tried to go international by the end of the 90s and the fact that they chose Orishas is a statement to the world about their origins and it's also a reminder of how important African culture is to Cuban culture and that's what the song Alo Cubano is about. I mean the overall theme of their album is about presenting their culture, presenting their identity as Cuban people as Cuban artists. Sobre la nueva generación, son y mira, ponte en el fuego de la acción, compresión de la lírica, mística, psíquica, 
La rumba ha comenzado con Anga, Franco Pro, el negro y Uruguay, huele Candela. Escucha cómo suena, no hay más nada. Sonido fuerte, ardiente y pegajoso. Sinceroso te destrozo. Mi flow que calma sin fatiga a los nerviosos. Con mi conexión, controlando bien mi lengua. Pegado hasta el techo, quiero que lo entiendas. And for our last stop, we're now in 20, 2019 with the song Oya by Cuban singer Daime Arosina. She's a singer who belongs to the current generation of Caribbean jazz artists. In her latest album, she has a short trilogy. These three tracks are respectively dedicated to Oya, Ocean, and Yumaya. You know... Okay, this is kind of off topic, but the first time I heard the names uh, Yimaya and Ocean was in the poem Darius Love Hall said in Love Jones. Uh, I think I, I watched this movie for the first time, like in 1998 or 1999. I didn't know the names were goddesses of Centiria and yeah uh, okay that was a random fact so the clip I'm about to play is from the song Oya because I couldn't play the whole trilogy and <laughs> so I had to choose I decided to go with the first part of uh, the trilogy Oya Oya is the goddess of the winds of the lightning of I think she is also the goddess of storms and death and rebirth. Daime Arosena fully embraces her Afro-Cuban culture. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Karukiramo. Don't hesitate to share your thoughts about the episode. You can also check out my website karukiramo.com where you can find all the info about the episode. See you next week. Ciao, Bered.